Good morning, Rabbi Boisai. Ah, Lindish must be Rosy Rosus Mordechai. Today is my elegant mother's yard site. Ruspas Mordechai. She devoted her entire life to allow my father to learn Torah all day. She was she excelled in Gmilus Chesed and Achnasarchem. Even when we had a very very small apartment in Farakway, we had guests that lived by us for months months at a time. Actually, I once I think I said this in Shir. I was once tossed out of my bed. I was brought to the couch in the living room. I slept there for over three months. I think it was. There was a guy that got divorced. He needed a place to stay in my bed. Of course, on my cheshman. Chesed on my cheshman. But that's what it was. It was a house of Chesed. Her neshama should have an aliyah. Yesterday was last night. Well, it's really two nights ago. I was in Borough Park for a live shear. For me, it was one of the highlights of my life that year. It was an unbelievable moment. I don't know how many people. There's different, you know, you count yourself. Some say it was thousands. Others, the the... The, the Machmirim, they said it was only 700, 800. The kids are, let me show you a picture. I couldn't get it onto my computer. We have a little bit of a technical. But it, Yosef will, will show. It was unbelievable. It was huge. I'm not going to show. The singing was, it was basically a solo. Hasid didn't like to sing with Lutfax. So I, I sang Shia by myself and an imam by myself. And one guy threw it off tune a little bit. But okay, we'll show. Maybe Yosef will. Uh, it was unbelievable, unbelievable, Maimid. Huh? You want to see it again, why? I want to zoom in, in case he doesn't show it. Okay, here. Oh, Yosef is in the house. Today is the 19th day in the Oimer. Um, I don't, don't, okay, you could show this. It doesn't really matter, but it's, it's an email. Um, the email doesn't do this justice. I'm going to just read one email. This individual who actually um, enhanced, the, I have to tell you, and part of why I enjoyed Borough Park so much is because of the people that I met afterwards. I met, like one of the highlights was, I'll send you the picture of also, of, remember I read an email from a yeshiva guy that his father punished him and took away his cell phone, his smartphone. And he got, he was so bored that he had to do the daf, he decided. And then he got addicted to the daf, and then he told his father, you know what, I don't want a cell phone anymore, just give me a, a flip phone. So he comes over to me as they were passing by quickly, he goes, I'm the guy from the flip phone. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, He goes, no, I'm the guy from the flip phone. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. You know the email? No. And finally he explained to me, and then I realized who he was. He pulled out his flip phone, he showed me his phone, he still has it a few months later. He's still shtagging. It was like, things like that. So one of the people that came over to me wrote me this email, but I spoke to him on the phone beforehand. Somebody asked me to speak to him. The story, the, the way he writes, it doesn't do it justice. I asked him to put it in, in writing. When I said it over on Shabbos, there wasn't a dry eye in the room. And here's the email. I'll explain it a little bit more. He doesn't, he took out a lot of details so that he could re- remain anonymous. He's a, he's a well-known person. As I write to you, I want you to know I am well now. However, it wasn't always like this. On the morning of September 11th, 2001, September 11th, what, 22 years ago. More, 23. I was at my place of work in Manhattan Financial District right across from the World Trade Center. What I witnessed that morning changed my life forever. The trauma that I went through that day, the things I saw and witnessed, the many people that chose to jump. I asked them, did you see the couple that was holding hands? And Joey says, yes, I saw them too. People fell right next to his feet. 
I'm not going to go into detail because there's certain details that he t- chose to, to take out of here. The subsequent collapse were too much for me. I wasn't able to get those images out of my head. My doctor only had one tool for me and that was medicine. When I started taking the medicine, I thought it really worked until just like that, it didn't. What happened then, more doctors, more medicine or hopelessness. I was withdrawn, depressed, always anxious and I couldn't focus on my family and my Judaism. About a year ago, the kitzer, it changed his life without any details. Many, many things in his life went bad because he was addicted. I was withdrawn, depressed, always anxious and I couldn't focus on my family and Judaism. Kids a year ago, he's at the end of my rope. Suicide actually made sense. That scared me so much that I told my family I needed help. It was explained to me that if I choose to go off the medicine, it would be an extremely painful and potentially life-threatening process. If I made it through, it would be better and more equipped to handle life. I chose to go cold turkey. Of all my medicine, I started a long recovery rehab program. A few months prior to asking for help, a friend of mine had introduced me to the shir. And Hashem definitely sent my refuel before the maka. Although rehabilitation programs do not allow access to computers or phones, I told him that I required my film, my daily rabbinical lecture on YouTube to practice my religion. After begging for a few days, they finally consented. It was one of the happiest moments. The kids are, they said, there's no, there's, no, there's nothing. You can't bring a phone. You can't watch any sewer. He said, okay, so I'm leaving. And they, they said, no, yeah. the kids are a big fight. We're talking about a lot of money here, you know, $2,000 a day. And they realized they're going to lose the fight. So they said, okay, we'll let you watch the shear if we could put you in a room and there's a video camera on the screen and you can't go anywhere but the shear. And he said that was what took him through the eight weeks of Mamish Gehenim. He said the, the way that the withdrawal was so unbelievable, but the shear is what kept him alive and going. To have a respite on, on an oasis of Torah while I was going through the great emotional and physical pain was an unbelievable gift. After months of work, I found what we were looking for. I didn't find my new self, rather I found what I was, a pure Jewish neshama. Rebelli, I cannot tell you how grateful I am to Rebunish Shalom. I can't tell you how grateful myself, my family, my friends are for what you provided for me. Your beautiful shir of Torah was there in the chaotic and stormy seas. And you handed me the daf, the daf that floated me to safety. I guess he's referring to Rebekiva and the daf that saved Rebekiva. May Hashem bench you with health, health, happiness. May protect all of Am Yisrael in Yisrael. In, okay, I'm not going to say that word. In Schos. Amen. Anonymous. Yishkoyach for the email. Really appreciate it. The Koilo. It should be a chizuk for anybody that has an addiction. And it should be a chizuk for us. The Loim Diadaf. The Koilo, sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood. The Mesechta, sponsored by Mr. Eli Stefanski, Lili Nishmas, Menachem Toporovich, Menachem Mendele, Shalom, Ben Yibala Chaim, Yeshua, Doiv Toporovich. Sponsor Achoydish, Lilinishmas Chai Bas Yosef. Sponsor Achoydish, the entire MDY family, Lilinishmas Avram Menasha, Bemoisha Aaron Mandelbaum. Lilinishmas Zechari Bemoisha. And the fourth sponsor of the month, Rafur Shlema, Ravelio Ben Zissel Dvoira. Parasayoim, Moisha Gedalia Lichtenstein, and out of my wife's birthday, she gets all the credit for my Yiddishkeit and Torah. Parasayoim, the Austin grandchildren, Lilinishmas, Leo Schachter. Yitzhakari ben Menachem Mendel on his fourth yard site. And finally, in honor of Reb Shaya ben Remoisha. We sang before, L'schis, he said, this is the Lashem, L'schis Yoyel ben Esther Panusa Berevach. The art of the month for complete reform for Chaim Tzvi ben Leah. Raboisai, it's so good to be back. I really, I mamish love it here. It's my home. I had a completely different, not that Chicago wasn't good in New York. It's just very different. Even the sheer in New York with so many people, just different energy because I was sitting so far away from people, didn't have this, this hug of warmth. I feel the love. 
Shkoyach, Jonathan, Shkoyach. Mama Shvilet. Ah! So, I know I'm missing something, but okay. Yishkoyach, you know what? First of all, Yishkoyach to Avremi Cohen, who, all those days that we were in Chicago, some of the days he was in Eretz Yisrael, and he woke up four in the morning to remotely help me out on the computer, to Gary Ben Moshe, to Yosef Biliak, who, crazy hours, me and Eretz Yisrael, the editing, all sorts of hours. We're talking about Pesach, Erev Pesach, Matzi Pesach, Chalamoyed, there's no vacation on the daf. There's no vacation. And a lot of people enjoy it every day. And they don't realize how many people work behind the scenes. We're doing kahoot. I have no idea what it is. I have to talk to you about it and get it going. But a lot of people are doing chazara. A lot of people are working kahoot, making the questions, putting in. A, there's a lot, a lot going on behind the scenes. So you to everybody. If I'm missing who you are, you know who you are. As a matter of fact, Avrami Cohen was helping us. He was in and out of the hospital in, in America. You picture of him in a hospital bed and he's... He's logging in because I didn't know how to finish. There's like a 25-step process to get the sheer streaming live with the pictures and everything. And only he knew how to do it in Mark Ashkenazi. Mark, also Mark Ashkenazi, every single sheer. All right. So now we only have 28 minutes to do a whole daf, a little bit more than a daf. That's more than enough. A guy goes on a tzala call. He's walking down the street. He sees a guy that had this spontaneous combustion. It's a, it's a real thing, spontaneous combustion. Nobody else in the world had it besides this man, a male guy. What happened? What happened there? Why did he explode? Yeah, but I said nobody, he was with the Saita, but nobody else, no, a, a woman didn't explode anywhere else in the world. He's walking down in Borough Park all of a sudden, Explodes. <laughs> Welcome back. RBS. All right. So anyways, I, I want to also, uh, there's a lot of children in the room. Uh, the first five minutes of the shear, first five, ten minutes are adult related. And we're, we're going to go besimanim. So if you're sensitive to that, I'm giving you a warning right now. The... There's a pasuk that we learned. Here goes. We want to say that it has to do with a saris. That this pasuk comes to exclude a saris from the parish of a saita. And we said, no. If a person could have relations, but he doesn't have zera, he's in the parish. So then, what does shichva zera? Why? Why? What's the word zera? What does it? What does it come to teach us? So, I always, I, I one day have to get to the bottom of this. Many times in Shas, the Gemara says, Dover Acher. Sometimes it's referring to Matsuira, sometimes it's referring to Achazer, sometimes it refers to, to Mishkev Zachar. And then the Gemara says, a lot of times the Gemara says, My Dover Acher. It says Dover Acher, and then it goes right to explain what it is. So, the, so just say what it is. I don't know yet. My Dover Acher. We're talking about unnaturally. He warned her not to be not to be nishkav shloikedarko. It says a plural all throughout the Torah. 
There's no difference between natural and unnatural. It's always Osir. Person is boil anida shleik edarka chayiv karis elamarava prat l'shekina la derech evarim. He said, "Don't have kiruv basar." Says the Gemara, "Omer le abaya pritzus abalmihi." If there's no relations, so it's not pritzus. It's inappropriate, but it's not znos ubrisusa miyaser achmana. Torah didn't say that this is also, this, I'm sure there's some iser, there's an iser, but this, we're not, not the iser that we're talking about over here of exploding. The, wor- the water of the soil is not going to work in this case. It's just basr to basr. No, this is worse than basr to basr. This is kirov. There's no actual relations. There's no maisa, but this kirov evarim. Evarim is different than basr. Says Gemara, Nichlamanda Omar Harozu Achnosatara Avnishika Vilaklumi. Okay, that's great if you hold that just touching is not is not Osir. Hainodasikralamutinashika. So Torah says, okay, he didn't do anything. So Mela, there won't be any sight to hear. But if you hold that there is an Isr. Of just kirov, doesn't have to be actual ma'isa. Just touching is already considered relations. Michael Meimar. Then, then the sight of water should work in this case. Says We're talking about where he warned her not what the Torah says is aser. He said something that's not aser. I am telling you, I'm warning you not to be with that person. Kirov baser only. Even that, I'm, I'm warning you. In other words, the Torah says this is Osir and this is not Osir. I'm telling you, even the thing that's not Osir, I'm warning you. Maybe it has nothing to do with what the Torah says is Osir. It just has to do with what the husband is makbid on. And he's makbid on something that's also not Osir. And therefore, it should work. For instance, if the, the husband says, I don't want you talking. And she spoke. Maybe even talking, the Mayim Hamarim should work. The husband said, no. It's in the parsha of Arayis, and I don't want you talking. And if you spoke, you should explode. No. Komash malon, that it does not work unless you do something that's aser minatayra, and that's the end of that sugya. Brand new sugya. Omer Shmuel. Top of Chavzayim, bottom of Chavav Amid Beis. Yisa Adam Duma Val Yisa Bas Duma. Very interesting sugya. Rashi explains, we're talking about a guy that doesn't, it's not going well in Shiduchim. He has no offers, zero. He has two offers. One is a Duma, and one is a daughter of a Duma. What's a Duma? A Duma is a person that everybody in the street talks about her. That she's Mizana, she's Minayev, she's no good. You have the daughter of a Duma, and the Duma herself. Which one should you marry? It's unbelievable, Shaila. Don't marry anybody. That's not what it says here. You have to get married. And if your choices are limited, you get married also. It's, it's unbelievable. That's what it says here. If those are your only two choices, maybe you should remain single. No. You're married to Duma. She has a terrible reputation. Duma is a lotion of, of, of speaking. That they, we don't know anything for sure. We don't know for sure. That's the Toilum Tainas. That's the rumor in the street. 
This is her reputation. It's a reputation. The daughter, big tzaddikus, but she's the daughter of this reputation. Maybe she's a mamzer. I don't know. What should you do? It's interesting because it's good to know. It's a good point. People are very mocked on Rebbe Yudah So when you went to Rebbe Chaim Kanievsky to ask, the names don't, are not good. The two fathers, <coughs> the two Mechotanim have the same name. You know, different things. <clears throat> he said, how old is the person? Ah, you're talking about a 30-year-old? No, there's no Rebbe Yudah in 30-year-olds. That's what he said. I'm not saying the age. I just threw out age. The point is, when it's not going well in Shiduchim, and today, you're 19 and a half, forget Rebbe Yudah what do you want, a, an old maid at home, 19-year-old at home, chas v'shom. It's all relative. You, can be makbe, you should be makbe review the chasid. I'm just thinking that to myself. You should be makbe review the chasid, not the shaver and shchaydash. Besides when it's in the middle of sphere. You know, this, uh, certain times you just... Okay. Duma v'al Yisab Duma. So the Gemara explains, the first man holds, shizu ba metipa kshero. This girl, she's the daughter, I'm sorry, this woman, the Duma herself, she's kosher. She's a kosher person. She just has a bad reputation. But her daughter was the daughter of somebody who has a bad reputation, so the daughter is already no good. Paskins, and this is how we pass in Lalacha, that Fakert, marry the daughter. Excuse me. But don't marry the actual woman. Why? The daughter says Rashi. So now he's kind of talking about one of the two cases. Okay, doesn't matter, but it's a general idea. The Duma, she's married. Let's say she could be unmarried. She could be married. Let's, let's say she's married. So if she's married, Roy We have to say 51% of the time she's with her husband. So Mamela what? Her daughter has arrived that she's kosher, 51% with the husband. But she herself, what there's a good chance she's gonna be Mizana. She's a, she's a, she has a reputation. You don't want to be with somebody that's Mizana, which is interesting. We have a Shaila for the here. Because it could be Nagela Maisa, unfortunately. If you know for a fact that somebody's wife was Mizana, should you go tell the husband? Are you allowed to tell the husband? It's Lashonara. You say no. Why not? He's going to be. No, you could prove. You're a Eidachad, you could prove it. You saw. You know. You know, one, you know 100%. Huh? <clears throat> I hear what you're saying. You're saying it's just going to be Lashon. No, you can't prove it. What? You know she's awesome. But the, the guy's... Uh... Oh. 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 You hear what this time Chacham says over here? Will he listen? Will the husband listen? That's what the Chacham says. Halach Lamaisa. Halach Lamaisa. You know for 100% sure? I have... A, what is this? Hot? Cold. Cold. Before it turns around. <laughs> so, says the Chavaz Chaim that if you know 
that the husband's going to listen to you? You have a chiv to tell him, because he's going to listen to you, and he's going to prevent himself from doing Yisurim. Because every second that he's with his wife is awesome. But if he's not going to believe it, then there's no point of saying it. Then he says also, that if you could get away without saying the name, you say, listen, I saw it with my own eyes, I'm not going to tell you what it is. But he says, I want to know what it is. No, don't say, then there's a problem. But if he will only listen to you, if he knows the name, then tell him also the name, says the Chavaz Chaim. Okay. That's what we're talking about over here. Mamish, this is the sugya. If she has a reputation, tomorrow she's going to go be Mizana, she'll be also to her husband. So don't marry her, says Rabbi Yechonah. She doesn't have a good reputation, she'll be no good. So again, what's the point? The point over here is that she'll be Mizana tomorrow, not today. We're concerned, don't marry this Duma lady who has a terrible reputation because you're going to marry, she's going to continue your reputation tomorrow, you'll be also to her. But the daughter, the daughter, you could be relaxed. The daughter, 51% of the time, she's with her husband. 49% of the time, I don't know what she's doing. She's outside somewhere. But the daughter came from a relation that was with a, with a father and a good kiddushin. She's kosher. It's a married says Rashi. For normal people, stay away from this. If these are the only two people left in the world for you, go ahead. So now, if you were writing a Shulchan Aruch, what would you write based on this halacha? You should marry a who? A daughter of a Duma. So what should it say? Noisa Bas Duma. Three words. What does it say in the Braisa? Meisvei Noisei Adam. Duma. It doesn't say Bas Duma. It says Duma. It's a big difference. Duma and Bas, they sound similar, but they're very different. Duma is the woman herself. Rabbi Yochan just said, marry the daughter. Don't marry the mother. We just explained. Rashi says, you're not supposed to marry a woman like that. If you have no choice. If you married her, you don't have to divorce her. We don't, you don't go marry her. So then why does the bride say, no, you say, go ahead and marry her. Anybody in the world can marry her. Pshad is, it's a mistake. This whole Bryce is Meshubash. So if it's a mistake, then there's other mistakes in the Bryce. The Bryce means to me, say, if he went ahead and married after the fact. Therefore, just fix it completely. And end of the story. By the way, even in our generation, sometimes we curse people, not me, I heard in the street, in Hebrew they say, Ben whatever, in English, son of a, what does that mean? It could be it's uh, based on Machlagis and Gemara. Is it, what's worse? That you are the son of? You're the daughter of somebody? Bemes, you're the Bas Duma? Is worse? Or the Duma itself is worse? It's the that's the, that's the Machlagis here. So you want, you want to curse, you go through this Gemara. Fine. Zog Gemara, Bilchasa, Yisrael, what are you laughing? It's all Nagel today. The bottom line is, you should marry a bastard. So if you're going to curse somebody, don't say son of. Just say you are a duma, and don't marry the actual person. If this person is is mezana, she's does nos, but her kids are kosher. Why? You could assume that her kid is kosher. And not only that, we're going to see something amazing. That the husband knows that she's a no-goodnik, so he kind of protects her at certain times when she gets pregnant. We're going to see in a second. If, if she's more, she's 51% with other people, not even with her own husband. They once came to ask Shemelkim uh, Zvil. He said, this Kayan guy, he wants to marry a, a Grusha. What should we do? 
He says, don't worry about it. Let him, let him marry her. I know the parents. He's, he's for sure a chalal or something. Don't worry about it. It's beside the Bemis. That's my son. She's a prut to be icer. Says the Gemara. Aliba, the man domain, Yishim, Saberis, Lassam, Levesta, Lati Boilov. So this is Machloikis. When is the best time? When, when, when does a person get pregnant? Is it right before she sees Dam? Or is it right after Tfilo? I'm assuming that it's already in the time of the Gemara where they were already makbid on Ziva, so it's a minimum of 12 days, five for Ria, and then seven of, of uh, what do you call it? So it's, it's what? Of Samach Levesalati Barilach. So says the Gemara, leave the man of my initial Mitabir, Samach Levesalati Barilach. According to this man, there's no Shaila, the Loyal, the Baba, the husband, we're talking about a woman who doesn't have a vessus kavua, so every month it could be in a different day. So he has no idea when to protect her. I, when I'm reading this, I was like, I was going crazy. He has a wife. I mean, this is the last shidduch in the world for him. And they told him, get married to her, don't worry about it. But he has to make sure that she's not mizan on certain days of the month, because then she, she might get pregnant and it won't be his kid. I don't understand what's going on here. But if a woman gets pregnant after tefillah. So then he knows exactly when it is. My, keeping the other one to remand So he, make, he protects her, he makes sure she doesn't go out. Or Dilma, keeping the proofs of the oyster, like maybe it says Rashi could sneak out when he's not paying attention and we have a problem. Teiku. It's very interesting that in our days, the doctors say that it's more samach So, which really means 14 days before she sees dam. Which, Derch Agav, there's a very interesting problem which happened to Reb Eliashib's daughter, and that's an Akara Lahalacha. In other words, she can never become pregnant because if her vest is less than 26 days, and the only time she can get pregnant is 14 days before her vest, it comes out that she can never get pregnant. And they try to find the issue. Uh, uh, a trick, when we're learning Nida, we, we spoke about it. Okay, just very sad and uh, very... Today, I think they could fix it with medicine and stuff like that, but she never had children, actually. Okay, Zokta Gemara. So the Mishnah says that sometimes the Bezin steps in and is Mekana for the husband. Does the Kino, he warns the wife, the Bezin walks over to the wife, because the husband is in jail, whatever, he's not capable mentally. So they go over to the wife and say, listen, we see that you're talking to so-and-so. We're warning you, don't talk to so-and-so. Here's the chart. Ish-ish, because it says in the Pesach, No, obviously, it's double Russian. He says to Ishto, his wife will veer and steer away. Lirabois, Eishes Cheresh, Eishes Shoita, Eishes Shamum, two different types of Shoitim, a Shoita and a Shamum, Vishalach Balabinis Hayam, he went away, he has no idea what's going on at home, Vishalach Chavish Besasurim, he has no control, he doesn't know. Shebezim Ekanam La, Lahen, Lepasim Ksubasan. Bezim steps in, why do they step in? To get rid of her, to get rid of the Ksuba. Now, let me ask you a question. Ksuba is in the Torah or is it in the Midrabana? Midrabana. So, how's it possible the Pasuk is coming to tell me? That ish, the extra word ish, is that she loses her ksuba. That's Taisa's question. So yeah, Taisa says the main, the main limud is bal, bal and boil. We'll see a little later. Shalom Aleichem, guys on Zoom. They're still holding. Givaldik. Yochel Avla Ashkoyson. 
So I think that if Bezin does the kinui, they warn the woman. So Bezin also give her to drink, let her explode. The only person that could make the woman explode is the husband himself, because it says, ish, the, the man brings ish and nobody else. Rabbi Yossi says, even to give her to drink, Bezin is allowed to. Sorry, that what? That the, the kinoi Bezin does, and when he comes out of jail, that kinoi works, that he could schlep her to give her to drink. As you see in the Pasuk, it says in, Pasuk, in one Pasuk, in Pasuk Yudalit, and then it says in Pasuk ish. So he does the kinoi, he does the 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 steer the exploding bikine behavi rebiosi sovar loy biino bikine behavi he doesn't darshan this it's not the one that does the kinoi does the steer does the the heavy if peasant did the kinoi he could continue on their job and bring her to the base hamidosh tonara bana ashatista isha takas isha lakish ish lisha of ishalish so take take a look at this for a second because i know that there's some confusion the word isha means the man Isha with a yud is a man. Isha without a yud is a woman. So try to remember that. Ashatista Isha Tachas Isha. It sounds the same, but it's spelled differently. That the woman will stray when she's under her husband. Isha, her husband. Says the Gemara Lakish Ish, Isha of Isha Ish. There's a heckish between the two. For a number of things. That if something's wrong with the husband and he can't do Kinun Stira, so whatever that thing is, let's say he's blind. So then if she's blind, she, you can't do kinun steer to her either. That the eyes of the husband didn't notice what's happening. So he has to have eyes. He has to be able to see. So he's not in the parish of kinun steer. The whole parish of that doesn't apply to a blind woman. Of course, he's also to her. Of course, she's mizana and she's chayv misa. But the waters are not going to make her explode. There's also an exemption for somebody who is lame. She has to stand. So take a look over here. The Koyen and the woman do Tnufa up, down, front, and back. Tnufa. And if she can't hold it, she doesn't have hands, she can't do tnufa. So she's not in the parish. She needs to have hands to, to, to lift it and go up and down. She also has to stand, it says. It's interesting, in the sugya on Dafyutes, you'll all remember this. When we learned this sugya of tnufa, and Tosis asked a question, how could a kain put his hands on a woman's hands? So what does Tosis say? Either there's a towel, or he's very old, he had no, no yetzer. But Tosis, and that Tosis, Tosis brings, or you shall me that says, if she doesn't have hands, you could bring a separate kayan, a second kayan, to do her job. Two kayanim do it. You shall me argues over here on this sugya. So you see, there's no machlaikis here. One is a problem in him. He doesn't have eyes. He's not in Saita, so if she doesn't have eyes, she doesn't see, she's not in Saita. Over here it says, if she doesn't have hands, she's not in Saita, and therefore we go to him, 
Shkoyach Avremi, Shalom Aleichem Avremi. Round of applause for Avremi. Thank you. If a woman cannot speak because she can't say the words Amen, Amen, it says in the Torah, she must say Amen, Amen. So too, so if he can't speak, you don't give her the waters. By the way, real quickly, before I say Hadron, real quickly, if, let's say you have an old man, doesn't know, he doesn't know what's flying. He says, shahakal on his water, then he says, shahakal on a candy, then he says, shahakal on a piece of meat. Do you say, amen on his brach or not? The answer is yes. Why? Because in his mind, he thinks he's doing the right thing. For him, it's a, he's not supposed to, but because he thought he's supposed to make a bracha, you could say, amen. Similarly, they say it about the Chazanish, I heard it once about Rebchan Kinevsky, that somebody made the bracha, shachalak mechachmasoy. And he said, Amen. He says, even though I'm not worthy, but you are a shaitan and I'm a aretz. You thought I am, and you said it the kavana. So I'm going to say Amen to your kavana thing. Okay. With that, we say, Hajjan Allah, Arusa, Hajjan Allah, Arusa, Hajjan Allah, Arusa. So, real quickly, in the beginning of Shas, everybody learned this because it's the beginning of Shas. And not only that, I, I, in the last few months, I spoke to dozens and dozens of people who are going back to the beginning of Brachas. In their mind, they are going to catch up to the rest of Klai Yisrael. We're holding a middle of Shas now, but almost, I saw this. So they're going back to Brachas. So everybody goes to Brachas and they get to Shabbos. They, they, I, didn't anybody, I didn't hear from many people, oh, I also finished Shabbos and Erevin. Most people, oh, I just finished Brachas. We just heard from Lot. Just finished Brachas, I'm starting from Shabbos. In the beginning of Brachas, all the way in the beginning of Brachas, the famous, famous story, Rebbe Gamaliel was the Nasi, and they kicked him out. And they put who? Rabbi Elizabeth Nazaria. Harei Ani Kiven. We just said in the Seder. Everybody knows this. That was the day that Harei Ani Kiven. He also got a white beard, even though he's very young. That day, and that our mission is going on that day. Boy Bayoim. So the Gemara over there says, Boy Bayoim. Boy Bayoim. They open up the doors. They let in all the Talmidim, even though Toichoy Loi Kibaroi. Either 400 extra Safsalim benches or 700 Machloikis in the Gemara. There's a, a lot of stuff going on in that day. But what happened was they had a lot of machloikas in, and they settled everything. Some of the stuff that went on is our Mishnah. Because Rashi says all the way at the end that even this part of the Mishnah is. So take a look at the. Uh, boom. Okay, she explodes. Great. You guys know what that looks like. And then, okay, fine. He wasn't wearing an MDY yarmulke. I don't know why. Because it says in the Pasuk, Ubo'u Hamayim Hamarim Ubo'u Bo'u. So here, here are the two Psukim Ubo'u Hamayim Hamarim Ha'elab Ma'ayich Ubo'u Bo'u Hamayim Hamarim. The Gemara is going to say, do we dash from the extra Vav in the beginning of Ubo'u? The two words Bo'u. Real quickly, Tysus points out here that the word Hama'arim is 496. 496 divided by 2 is Reish Memches, Ramachivarim. Ramachivarim, her Avarim, and his Avarim. The only problem is that they speak about it that a woman has a little bit more Avarim than a man. She has 252, I think, but it's only those that are Matama Ba'oil, which is Ramach. Okay, fine. 
Another very, very important thing that Taisa says over here is the story of the guy walking down the street in Bar Park exploding. How's the possible? It says Taisa, if he was amazed and she was a shaygig and she drinks the water, he will explode and she won't explode. It's also possible, as Taisa points out, that she could explode three years later because she has a schos, that's toila, and he'll explode right away. Says the Mishnah, She is also to her husband from now on, and she's also also to the Noyef. So, Tosis also points out a very interesting thing. Just like a woman is also to her husband's brothers, a woman is also to her brother-in-laws, she's also also to the Noyef's brothers. Shenemar, Nitma, Vinitma, it says the word Vinitma twice. Divi Rebbe Kiva. It says more. It says three times. With different, different, Limudim uh, as we'll see. Divi Rebbe Kiva. That's the way Zachary Ben Akatsov used to darshan. Rebbe Oymer, Shnei Palma, Amur, Mepparsha, Nitma, Vinitma, Echelabal, Vechelabayel. So, where are we? Shnei Vinitma, Vinitma, Dex Revav, two times Vinitma, Echelabal, Vechelabayel. That same day that Elizabeth and Azariah became the Nasi. Real quickly, let's show this. Okay, so these are the Shmonishratzim. Fine, we know that. This, you don't have to know about Peb, but everybody that's part of the Shir knows this and it's very easy and doesn't scare anybody. The way it works is the worst, worst Tuma is a dead person. He's a via voice of Tuma. We're not talking about a dead person. We're talking about a dead Sheretz, one of the Shmonishratzim. A sheretz, let's call it a mouse, is avatuma. And the way tuma works is when you touch the avatuma, then you go down one level, you become a rishon. If you touch the rishon, you go down one level, you become a sheni. You touch the sheni, you go down one level, shlishi, you touch the shlishi, you become a rvi, a rvi becomes a chamishi. Now, only certain things can become a sheni, only certain things can become a shlishi. There's a fascinating halacha when it comes to klicheres, earthenware. Earthenware becomes Tomei just mitoichai, just by the ear. If the ear contacts a dead sheretz, the whole kli becomes Tomei. So think about it. If you have an oven made out of earthenware, and in the oven there's a loaf of bread being baked, and a dead sheretz is hanging by a string into the oven, does the bread become Tomei or not? Well, the only thing that should become Tameh is the oven, the Cheres, because Cheres becomes Tameh from the ear, not bread, not food. But the bread is touching the Cheres. So if the Cheres touched the Avatuma, the Sheretz, the Cheres becomes a Rishon, goes one level down, the oven. So what does the bread become? A Shaini. Let's see inside how it looks on the chart. Here's a Kli Cheres earthenware. A sheretz goes in, it's avatumah, the sheretz. It goes and it's not touching the klicheres at all, it's just in the ear. So what happens? The whole klicheres becomes a rishon. What happens to the bread? Comes a sheni. Now what happens if that bread touches another piece of bread? So we always learned that food cannot make other food tame. Rebbe Kiva over here in the Mishnah says it does become tame. So if that bread is a sheni and touches a bagel, 
according to Rebbe Kiva, the bagel goes down one step, becomes a shlishi, not only if it's truma, even if it's chulen. Because usually shlishi is reserved for very high level things like truma. Rebbe Kiva says even chulen. Let's see inside, very, very simple now. Into the ear of the klicheres, into the earthenware. Everything that's inside the earthenware should become tame, including the bread. If you take away the nekudas, we don't know how to read it. It could say yitma, it could also say yitame. The tame acherim, it teaches us that it makes other things tame, limit al kikr sheni, that the bread, who's a sheni, shemetama, as ashlishi, has the right to be metama. Another piece of bread, even chulen. Who's going to take off the dirt from your caver? He's already buried. Who would take it off? When you're alive. He was all concerned. Rashi explains, and Gemara is going to say later, that he only learned that a sheni makes a shlishi through a kavachoymer. He was concerned that later generations are going to slug up his kavachoymer and they won't believe in the shlishi. Don't worry, it's not even a Kavachaymer. He has a real Pasuk. Nobody's going to slug it up. And that day, Rebekiva said, they didn't, they didn't get a Nachla. We had to give them some of our, many of our little, little cities that they used. It says in the Pasuk, so now Menachem um, Mate is going to say the trap for us. Is that the only one? Is that the only one in the Torah, Menachem? Karni Para. You see the the mem. No, how does it go? No, say it. Okay, you don't want to say it. Put him on the spot. You can do it. One last chance. But it says like this. It says that they get a thousand amma. It says they get two thousand amma. Which one is it? I'm going to show you a picture and you'll understand. Here it is. See this picture? It's beautiful. All Yoshi. Is it a thousand or two They get just grass, a thousand. That makes it beautiful. It beautifies a city. Don't clutter. Clutter is no good. Open, open area is beautiful. And another thousand amma, not two thousand. Another thousand amma is Tchum Shabbos. In other words, the total is Tchum Shabbos. Rabbi Kivan all of Shas is the only one basically that holds that Tchum Shabbos, two thousand amas, is a deraisa. Everybody else holds is the Rabbanon. So that's this picture right over here. That according to the other Manda Omar, it's a thousand amas of grass and a th- thousand amas that they get to plant their trees to have food. Raboisa, let's stop over here. Raboisa, have a wonderful day.